If you had to write a final letter to a friend, what would you say? Well, we're going to look at what Paul said to Timothy today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. The Apostle Paul wrote 13 books of the New Testament. So the 27 books that make up the New Testament, almost half of them were written by the Apostle Paul. So when we come to a book like 2 Timothy, it's almost hard for us to comprehend the fact of how he died. Like he probably died alone. We believe that he was beheaded. And we we think that most people abandoned him at the end of his life just for safety purposes. You know, it was very risky to be around him, very similar to how Jesus died. I mean, Jesus hung on a cross and, and all the disciples abandoned him. Only three women, one of whom was his mother, stood at the foot of the cross when he was dying. And John did come later and was given some instructions by Christ. But for the most part, Jesus died alone between two thieves. Paul probably dies alone too. We do believe that Luke was around, although he doesn't really record much about it. We don't really have any record of Paul's death, but it is believed that he died a martyr's death. It's important for us to understand this because these are some of the final words that Paul would write. And the language and what he talks about is not one of pessimism or he's not angry at all the people that have deserted him or abandoned him. He just has a heart full of love for God and he really wants to help Timothy who is struggling himself and we know that that he's struggling with at least some level of depression and discouragement and Paul is trying to lift his spirits and that's really what he spends the first chapter doing is really using the first part of this book to try to lift this kid up to try to tell him to Hey, hang in there. It's it's going to be okay that, that God is at work. And, and he gives us some great promises that not only Timothy could hold on to, but you and I can cling to as well. For example, one of those is in verse number seven, when he says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So this is a verse that I like to quote a lot if I'm going through periods of anxiety, or I feel like fear is overtaking me, I want to remind myself and my body and my spirit that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And Timothy is an emotional guy because Paul talks about his tears and how that he longs to see him and and speak to him personally because he knows that would encourage Timothy, but he can't do it right now because he's in jail. So he says, hey, I can't be there, but God's there with you. The Holy Spirit is at work within you, so let that be an encouragement to you. And then he just talks about what we have in Christ. He says in verse number 10, he says, and which now has been made manifest through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus. And then he describes Jesus here when he says, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher 
and apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. So he, he goes, we have a calling from Christ who abolished death, brought us life, and we have everlasting life because of Jesus Christ and the hope that we have through Jesus Christ. So he wants to remind him of what Christ has done, and he says, this is why I'm suffering the way I do. I'm suffering as I am because I took a stand for Jesus Christ. But they can't kill my soul. They can only kill my body, so I'm not discouraged. I'm not upset about it. I'm facing the future with confidence. And then he gives another great line in verse 12 when he says, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day that which which has been entrusted to us. I just love Paul's tone here in this first chapter. He's doing everything he can to remind this kid of what he has in Jesus and God will complete the work that he has started in us and that he will not leave us or abandon us. He's going to keep his word. The future is bright for us. So focus on what you have in Christ. And that's a great thing for us to focus on as well. Living in this world is tough. I know it is. And I know some of you are going through some really tough times, but The future is bright for every Christian, and our best days are ahead. So let that encourage you today. Let your spirit be lifted up, even though you may be shedding tears just like Timothy cried. But when we look at the Word of God and we see the promises of God, it gives us hope for our future, no matter if we're going through a tough time like Timothy is or sitting in a jail cell like Paul is. Let's keep our eyes on Christ. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we're grateful for the hope that Paul gives us. Help us, Lord, to live lives like Paul, not filled with bitterness and anger at how life has turned out, but rather help us to find our hope and confidence in you. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.